Yo, what's poppin'? It's your man, Dean Edwards. Welcome to another episode of Fun Bucket Protocol, son. Yeah, I told you, I told you that I wasn't gonna record any, but you know, I, I lied. I didn't lie, I was misinformed because I wasn't sure who was gonna be on the ship with me. I'm, I'm at sea, and uh, you know, I had some of my peoples on the ship, so I said, hey, you know what, I guess, I guess I'll, I'll cast the pot. Before when I get on on these ships, you never know who you're going to be on with, and sometimes you know I I get along with everybody, yeah. but it always makes it a little more fun when it's somebody that you're friends with, somebody that you're cool with. This next cat, we haven't seen each other in, in many many moons, possibly, man. <laughs> Except on uh, on uh, social media, yeah. Um, so I was very happy to see that I was on my man Nick Guetta. Yeah, man. I roll the tongue, but it's not necessary. That, no, but it's okay. It's all right. I mean, because because that's what I found funny was uh, I heard Nick say like say your name Guerra, but but say how you say Guerra. Yeah. So when I when he didn't roll his R, I was like, oh well. Shoot, yeah, you don't have to. I ain't, I ain't putting extra effort into yeah, it. Yeah, man. Rolling it, Guerra. People put too much thought into my last name. Do they? Yeah. Well, if you listen when they were playing the announcement and get ready for Nick Guerra, like <laughs> Rodriguez Guerra. Right. Rodriguez. Yeah. Rodriguez. Yes. That was his name uh, last night. Pablo, he would. I, I'm sure he would. Oh, Pablo. He would add uh, Pablo Red. Shat. Shat. Yeah, we just met. Uh, we met this uh, Dominican musician last night, and sweetest guy, greatest dude, man. Sweetest dude. He I- made me fall in love with America. Stand up yeah. myself. Yeah, Texas. Texas. Yeah, uh, Dallas. more specifically. Yeah. Yeah. His Women. Dude. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> when he said, he said. Oh, I love, I love, I love, I love Texas, man. I love Galveston. Ah, oh, the women. Shit. <laughs> I like when you caught him just looking off when he was remembering a girl. Yeah, remember? Dude. And I said to him, I said to him, I said, "Oh man, you you uh you enjoyed enjoyed Texas and you enjoyed New York." Yes, yes. <laughs> Texas, the women. Oh, the women. (laughs) That dude. But 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 you know what was beautiful about him was it was it was unfiltered. You know it was it was it was yeah yeah. He was legit. He he told his he shot from the hip and told you exactly how he felt. He wasn't hiding from it. He was like, this is who I am, and I just I have a love and an appreciation. And and he and he saw comedy. What what was funny was so we were hanging out after um after Nick's yeah. last show, and uh, I figured out what we talked about that caught his attention. What was it? What was we it? started talking about how that first killer joke that you had written back back in the mm-hmm. day and mm-hmm. how great it mm-hmm. felt and how probably terrible it was, right. but it was that first big drop, you right. know, the like, mic drop. Right. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. The first mic drop, like yeah, yeah the Def that's Jam, my set. Your, your Def Jam closer. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That's exactly what it was. I don't yeah. even know how we got on that, but we were. We, I know how, man. Yeah, I remember it. You, All you right, said, okay. When you got back to the room. You went so, over the conversation. So hopefully, no one from the uh, ship is gonna listen. 
listen, uh, yeah, so I was a little stone, right? <laughs> and it had hit, and I was like, oh, man, there's, uh, there's a lot going on right now, right? And uh, you're kind of looking around, uh, and then you went, boop, 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 right? Uh, and that's when we started talking about okay. it. You're like, that was my first big thing. Yeah, oh, right. The, 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 um, yeah, I was, I was like, because... Uh, I, I do. It was funny as Nick and I have discussed. Um, doing doing a cruise ship gig is different from doing a set at a club on oh, land. Oh, of course, of course. Because this is a corporate gig. You know, a lot, uh, some like a good amount of newer, yeah. newer comics. It's a corporate listen. gig, and all the customers are HR. Right, right. That's the <laughs> corporate, where, and and the customers are always giving a review and yep. and, and looking for uh, an issue that yeah. they might have. You know, they are all secret shoppers. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. of them because you don't know who's gonna say it. All Yelp reviewers, man. Right? The amount of times we've heard Buddy Hackett's name. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, wow. You know, I uh, you know, um, you might be too young to remember or know who this guy is, but when I was coming up, Buddy Hackett. Was uh you yeah. know? Was oh like, yeah, 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 we know Buddy Hackett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, but, but but you know, yeah, you know, well, you don't know, like, well, you know, yeah, well, you know, Buddy Hackett the way, unlike anybody else on this ship would know him. Yeah. And he, when he went at, went at the audience, it was with love. Yeah, and oh yeah, yeah, that was with that was uh, Don Rickles. That one was Don Rickles. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. you're right, you're right. Yeah, right. that was with I love. love. Right, it's like you think you think that was love, <laughs> and the, it it goes to the them sort of critiquing comedy and yeah. people don't understand people don't understand um what comics have to the science behind the yeah. science of comedy and what 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 it takes not only to yeah. as 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 pablo said come take words from your mind and yeah. and and present them for all the people yeah. to that that's amazing you know create and i and i i try to see myself out there and I can't do it. I can't do it. Shut. You motherfuckers. Because he cussed, but it was so poetic. Oh, man. It was so poetic. People don't see that, man. People don't see it. He painted it in such a way that I was like, that's right. He made made you, he almost took you out of being a comic and just took, it was like almost an out-of-body experience from his perspective. Because you know, um, some some of some of the customers ha- have come up to um, each of us individually on the sh- after shows, and they're always expressing. It, it, people have this divisive um, attitude, and I wonder if that's innate with humans and not other creatures, because. There's this divide and conquer, like, oh, you, you were, you were amazing. I know, those other guys. I know what it's, yeah. You know, it's it's weird. That is, I don't know if that's a very American thing. I know it's big in America. Mm-hmm. You know, big in America is like the backhanded compliment, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the uh, like you said, the team mentality. Yeah, it has to be you better than them right. instead of just yo, the show is great. Right. Uh, I don't know, man, because we're set up like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of one of the big American. Uh, Childhood games is two robots hitting each other. Right, rock and soccer. <laughs> rock and soccer. <laughs> you know, the Americans couldn't just deal with like, yo, let's just du- jump rope right, together. No, right. I want to no, rock and soccer, man. You got to fight. I'm gonna right. use these hungry hippos. <laughs> all, it's all That's team. Funny. That's true. It Even is. Twister. Yo, yeah. I'm the. I'm gonna be the last. No matter how much I twist myself. Right, right. I gotta be the last man standing. So it's it's that idea of like, you, there has to be someone. There has to be you were better mm-hmm. than them mm-hmm. instead of. 
you were good. I enjoyed you all. Thank you. Do you think that's uh, unique to the American experience? I don't know, do you, man. That's right, what I'm wondering. Right. I guess we, uh, we came up in America, so... Uh, that's all I can compare it to. Right, right. Is what I know. Yeah. But I've noticed that I'm like, yeah, Americans have a weird way of complimenting. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. You know, for one... It's the same with ghost stories. I read a lot of ghost stories on uh-huh. another podcast, uh-huh. and... Um, Everybody always says, okay, so here's the story. Now, I'm not the most spiritual person in the world. They always have to preference <laughs> have to it, but then they go with this right. obvious spirit ghost right. story. But right. they always want to be like, well, you know, I'm not laying the claim to being because it's like, I don't want you to think of me as a coo-. They uh, People have that way. It's like, no, we're tuning into your ghost story. Right. Don't try to You don't have tell to us. sell us on yeah. what you are or aren't because yeah, yeah. We're, we're listening. We're listening. Right. Exactly. That's like me opening every episode of, of this, the Father Bucket Protocol, saying, hey, just so you guys know, I'm a comedian yeah. Um, yeah, and, yeah. and these are my presenters. It's like, no, if they listen, they know they what know. you are, so yeah, they, yeah. they submit to it. Submit so to people are just like that. It's a weird shell that they put a, a, around themselves right right team mentality let me let me play both sides you know i was watching uh msnbc mm-hmm. real quick and i noticed that all the commercials have you seen the commercials like this is what you tune in yeah for, right and then it's her Kristen wilker so, with her hey, microphone hey, hey, hey. And I, have, I have nothing but there's no end yeah yeah right. no, i have nothing to add to that i have nothing to add to that but right. in my head i'm like and then they played another one this is what you another non-answer and i'm right. like man we're into we're, so we're watching you for no answers right, whatsoever. You right. guys aren't. You just keep dancing around right. what makes what what's gonna help your image. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's and that, and that's it. It's that whole like. Well, I don't know if I can fully say what I want to say, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is why, that you know, like last night when Pablo was talking to us, we got it. Like he was trying to figure it out, and I was like, we just say it. Mm-hmm. Without thinking, right. Everyone else thinks, right. They're right. like, oh, let me process this. Right. Uh, I don't. I'm, I, I have nothing to add to that. Right, 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 right. You know, which is which is why Pablo's comments uh, did hit us so hard because in in a in such a cynical world, especially in 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 our country where you know cynicism is mm-hmm. the, the the norm is, has become the paradigm yeah. as opposed to the shift. It was refreshing to have someone speak so unfiltered, so so honestly speak his yeah. truth and and not worry about yeah because he didn't give us the the balance of like look I go to many countries and there's some beautiful but he, he didn't have to do no, that he just right. I love America right yeah, done yeah yeah and it, and it actually did like as 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 you know someone you're being you're away from home. And, and and you turn to MSNBC and Fox and, and yeah, CNBC yeah. and then you're like you know I'm glad I'm away and then someone that speaks so so proudly of his experiences when he's going to America makes you say oh, I, yeah. I, I do I do want to go home yeah man you know makes you happy again yeah 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 and then you come back to your room and you turn on uh, <laughs> yeah, MSNBC no, no. and Fox. And here's here's the difference now. Now that sparks another thing in my head. You ever talk to somebody, right? And they're like, "Hey, where are you from?" And you, you say New York. And let's say eight eight times or seven times out of ten, you'll get sorry about that. Oh, right, yeah, as a little yeah, joke. The, the joke. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. That's that's the American way of finding out where you're from, and then sorry about the jab. Right, right. 
We, we, Pablo's, we to... Pablo's was like, where are you from, America? Ha! Uh, lift it up. Compliment. New York. Uh, yeah, he was like, it was like, it was, it was, it was shock. There was no hitting down. Amazement. Uh, he was like, he was like, you're from New York. You're from New York. Ah. Uh, I had fun in New York. I walk everywhere. I walk everywhere. I walk, I wanted to see. I, I did not go down that road, but this other road I went down. It was beautiful. Oh, yeah, the man. girls there. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you're from Texas? Yeah, and that made me like, where am I missing Galveston? I haven't visited Galveston. Is this great? Right, 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 right. How am I not hearing about this? I loved it, bro. I look, I look forward to seeing him again because you get off. Oh, that's right. You get to. I look forward to seeing him again. Just he, he was and Mark Vieira's getting on, so that'll be even more fun. Just yeah, Tim. With Vieira, cause uh, cause you know he's he's a, he's clear, definitely a character and and he's and he's a big I mean he's a big fella he's yeah, a big yeah. dude but like the gentle giant just the sweetest yeah. fella man he was like you could tell fella, you know you I, can always tell someone's a gentle giant with when they extend their fingers as they're yeah. as they're talking you know what I'm right, saying right, if right, they right, grab right. something all the fingers are extended right. <laughs> and just the two that he's gonna use right 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 because like, <laughs> they can't just put their hands like right. this no, like. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he, he doesn't grab. He's meticulous with with his uh, his <laughs> index and thumb. Um, Nick, man. So let's you know. I always like you know getting people's origin story. And, yeah. And yours, you and I have spoken um, now. You know throughout the uh, the entire week. But where where are you from originally? Oh, uh, McAllen, Texas. McAllen, Texas. South and, Texas. And you know what? Before I go any further, and and we'll re rehash these. What are what are your social medias? Um, oh, at Nick Comic mm-hmm. on everything. Oh, at N I C K Comic. At yeah. Nick Comic on everything makes it. And a then lot Facebook, easier. Nick Guerra. You okay, know? Nick Guerra. G U E R R A. Um, and what's the name of you? Have a couple of different podcasts. Oh, dude, man, I'm podcasting like crazy, That's man. What we do. That's I'm dropping what we do. all kinds of That's podcasts. Well, Nick is actually recording this um, as, on this, as well, yeah. so I can put it on a set. Like, yo, I just got an exclusive, <laughs> exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. And then I still got to put. I'm all. I still want to ask you questions. Of course. All of right. Course. All right. Um, so this is this. Just so y'all know, this is this is almost like this is dating myself, but this is like when Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley crossed <laughs> over, or, or uh, what, what was uh, Alien versus Predator? Yeah, Alien versus Predator. <laughs> yeah, Predator. I mean, this, this, those are like like fantasy. Island and, and like yeah. the love boat would go to Fantasy Island. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yo, so we could see Captain Stewart yeah, and yeah, Vicky yeah. kicking it with 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 uh, Ricardo with Mister Yo- Mister Rourke. This is awesome. Yeah, you're like, man, it's a crossover. Right, right, right. Did you ever remember? Uh, they asked Seinfeld to do that. Where did they? Yeah, where they had like friends, something else, and Seinfeld, Ugh. and. Uh, they wanted to do something about the New York blackout. Uh-huh. So they wanted Seinfeld oh, to okay. write it like, oh, and then we can, you know, uh-huh. all, every single show, I, I, he didn't do it. Yeah, I could see him. Did saying, not no, do no, it. No, no. no. He's like, we're, we don't, we're different from them. That's yeah. why we don't do that. Right. <laughs> right. Because they are. 
Yeah. Still, both 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 of those shows were in New York. <laughs> like one or two black people, and no, I don't even yeah, know how man. many Mexicans. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're never on TV. Right. It was <laughs> Seinfeld and and Friends took place in a New York that is foreign to both me and you, and, yeah, and many other people. Pretty much. Uh, it's another dimension. Right. Right. The yeah, other dimensional NYC. Oh yeah. So oh yeah. My podcasts are my long time running one is Time with Nick and Johnny. It's just me and my buddy talking. Talking whatever, right? With comics. Okay. Um, true scary stories with Edie. I read scary stories, and then my personal, just letting everything crazy come out. Oh, the insanity with Nick Guerra. Oh, the insanity. Yeah. With Nick Guerra. Yep. And I just talk insanity stuff. Right. right, right. <laughs> and and do you have any dates coming up that people can keep uh, looking out for you? Yeah, I got uh, I got something in Arizona. Okay. The Phoenix coming up. Okay. That's it. In July. Yeah, pro- in two weeks, which oh, okay. is June. Uh, yeah, probably July. Around what July. What is it? That, yeah. That'll be two weeks from now. Well, we're we're here. Yeah, it's so. like not. It's after July fourth. Okay, so weekend of the the fifth through the eighth. I or believe so. Probably okay. That's yeah, that, yeah. That, okay. Um, and y'all can catch me. Actually, I I will. Uh, you know my stuff at I am Dean Edwards. If you listen, or if this is your first time listening, welcome. Um, <laughs> but you can catch me in Vegas at the uh, at the Rio, the Comedy Cellar at the Rio Hotel in uh, Vegas, July twelfth through fifteenth. I know myself. I think uh, Lynn Coppitz is going to be there and, and some other uh, funny comics. Uh, you get some of that New York City flavor of the comedy cellar yeah, yeah. out in Vegas. It should be a uh, Did that just open show. up? Uh, yeah, a couple months ago. I yeah, think they've been open yeah. probably since like March. Uh, oh, okay. March or so. And um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. And now, boom. So where yeah. where where'd you start? Where are you from? Where did I start comedy? Yeah, Dallas. Dallas, but but you're from you're from South uh, South South, South Texas. Texas, 500 miles south of Dallas. Damn. Yeah, yeah. It's a big it was, state. It was man. eight hours to drive home. Dude, that's a big state. Yep, yep, yep. I've driven through and 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 how so? How, where did the bug first bite you? Were you a good student in school? Yeah, I think I was. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? I and it's funny. I've talked about this on other things. It you don't really realize the education level that you're being taught mm-hmm. uh, until you see, like, you meet people that went to schools in, like, bigger cities, uh-huh. and they kind of have a, a bigger uh, vocabulary okay. and stuff like Broad that. And I'm like, oh, I was, I was brought up by the people that stayed in this community. Right. They didn't leave. Right. So they're just teaching us the same things they got taught, and okay. they got taught. It was never a broader sense. Right. You know, it wasn't like dangerous minds. Right. <laughs> you didn't have a you didn't have a, a, a blonde woman with a leather yeah, jacket come in and talk you. about Bob Dylan. No, right. we didn't have that. Yeah, and for some reason, Coolio's is is rapping to her. Yep. And, and and it's the air conditioners on because you can see the guy singing his breath. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because there's a lot of uh, the hood is possessed. Right. That's why there's a lot of it needs some exorcism. Right. Uh, but yeah, man, it's. Uh, so, we're talking about good student. I think for that, yes, I was. Okay, okay. But I, you know, I mean, one of my classes in high school, I remember our teacher who was a coach would give us, like, maps and be like, all right, just color the maps. That was the, that was, yeah, hold up. <laughs> we, watched, we watched National Lampoon's uh, uh, Europe trip. Uh-huh. In history, you know what I'm saying? Like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, oh, wow. so I don't know how great my education is. <laughs> 
So, so, so I was really smart, dude. I was in honors. Uh, <laughs> I wonder what movie they watched ten years before that. Before that. Movie oh yeah, came out. right. Like what? what they watched that? Wizard of Oz about Kansas. <laughs> They're like, we're only gonna watch the beginning and the end. That's, right, Kansas. Right, that's Kansas. Did you learn? Now color it in. Okay. Oh, that's crazy. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. And, and were you a funny student? I was a funny guy. You were a funny guy? Okay. Yeah, but, you know, I, I thought we were around a lot of funny guys. Okay. And okay. it wasn't until later I, I found out that, you know, my mom was like, no, you would make everybody laugh. Oh, your mother pointed it out. Yeah, she was oh, like, yeah, I, I, when your friends would come over, mm-hmm. you'd be sitting in the room, you guys would all be laughing, mm-hmm. but, you know, it would. she would say it was timed out the, ha, 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 you know? And that's so, how your mom laughed, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. Finding that rhythm, you know, whatever, whatever. But um, so yeah, I was a funny guy. So so did, was she? I guess would you say she was part of sort of helping you develop not your comedic voice, but her? She encouraged it. No, not at all. Oh, okay. okay. No, <laughs> no, she didn't encourage it at all, oh, man. Okay. Yeah, okay. They, I mean, it's not a real profession. You're funny, but no, don't do that. Well, that wasn't that. There was okay. So coming from South Texas, mm-hmm. border town, there is no. Tr- there's no inkling right. of entertainment being right. a possibility right. as a career. Right. Not one. Right. You know, you might hear about a few like, oh, this ha- this actor came from here, but you don't hear it often enough. Right. Were there any actors from down in that area that um, you were made aware of? Well, yeah, the, the guy that plays the sidekick to George Lopez on his sitcom. That's funny. The, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and no one knows it. You don't know his name, though. That's, no, that's no, no. That's it. Yeah. Him. He's him. Yeah. Okay. And there's some other people. Right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> but not. Yeah, that's the thing. Right. It's not. When you grow up in a border town or near border towns, border mm-hmm. area, the idea is to work until you die, the end. Find wow. whatever job you get, be grateful for it, the end. When I was in high school, we were taught how to fill out applications. I don't know if you guys were taught this, right? I, I don't remember. I don't remember color the map, the yeah. Rand McNally map clip. Well, I only. Or, 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 well, I only remember this one. Job application. So we filled out job application. I remember this because I remember it coming up in Dallas. Oh. Wow. Whereas uh, when I filled out a job application, I was taught open for any position, open for any schedule. Pay minimum wage. Always put minimum wage. That's the only way you're going to get a job. Dude. So that's what we're taught. Dude. And and that's the entire community. Pretty much. Were were there, as a border town, was it it majority uh, Mexican-American? Yeah. Or was it, were there white students and black students? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was, was, uh, and there was, you know, of course, a a mix. I mean, it's 85, 88% Mexican-American. Okay. Yeah. And are all the students sort of put on that same path? That's, this is, that's unique that's, to me. That's why to me that. I'm that's... like, it, it didn't click in because mm-hmm. there was, see, how I figured out that was a crazy thing that they taught us mm-hmm. uh, was when I went to Dallas and I filled out a job application with a friend from Dallas. Mm-hmm. And he put specific position, uh-huh. exact schedule he wanted, right. $10 an hour, right? <laughs> and I was like, man, you're never going to get a job. And he got the job. And oh. I was like, oh, my God. So it's okay to... Dream for more? Right, wow. <laughs> to at least let them know? Dude, that's... Um, and it blew my mind. Yeah, that's blowing my mind right now. Can can you elaborate? Because um, this is fascinating. Uh, 
for especially given the current climate of of what uh, of what's happening down there. Yeah, man, dude, that that right there is just. I can see. Elaborate for for people. Oh, the uh, the separation of the uh, parents and the children. Mm. uh, Once they want to deport the parents because the children are American, you know, seeing that right there is like I know because I I know those people. Right. You know, and uh, I can tell you that each of those dads put their head down, as in just just keep going, just get out of their way. You know, like that feeling like, get out of their way. Right. Get it. You, you got caught. Get out of their way. Right. Don't fight. There's mm-hmm. no, it's not worth it. Right. You work until you die. Right. You deal with it, the hands you're dealt. Right. And that's it. Right. And, and I can see it in the slump in their shoulders mm-hmm. and their head down. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, almost as if like, I should have never tried it in the first place. Mm-hmm. That's what that slump is right you know like look what i fucking did to me and my family wow you so know there's, this, there's this, uh, a shame a shame associated to it because you know before that it's like yo, know, i'm just doing my job and staying out of the way right right, right. you know and that's kind of what you're taught and then you're taught if you ever get in the way boom you're done right and that's exactly what that is right. not only is it you're done we're gonna separate your kids mm. that's fucking yeah painful yeah yeah bro and i'm not even a father right right I, bro i couldn't that's you know wow wow that's that's uh that's heavy and the, the, you know and it i guess it hits even closer home because no i know you and yeah. i know you know people Dude, when i started seeing mccallan texas i was like oh my god right, right. <laughs> i was like dude and you know it's such a weird thing. I, it's probably weird for law enforcement down there because in the end, law enforcement down there has illegal relatives. Right, right. You know? They, they have illegal right, friends. Right, And uh, to be put in that situation where it's like, we got to lock up our own people. Mm-hmm. All right, but we have to. It's right, the law. This right. is what I jumped into. Right. You know, and you can... There was like recordings of, of people talking. You could hear some Border Patrol agents like, they kind of want to be like, look, man, I'm sorry. Right. You know? Right. As much as we can do, there's not much we can do. This right. is just how it is. And then I've seen footage, like, of Border Patrol agents in Arizona where they see all the gallons of water set up for people at, crossing through mm-hmm. the desert, and they're just kicking them over. Oh. You know? And you're just like, yo, no humanity. Yeah, that's... that's that's. Like, you don't have to have joy in it. Yeah, but... Right, don't take glee in, in yeah. you know, people experiencing... Yeah. What they're experiencing, you know. And ultimately, the kids are innocent, you know, collateral damage, you know, amongst uh, everyone going to, you know, that I, I, I wasn't, I haven't been on, uh, been reading news, watching the news. No, no, no. I've actually happily uh, disconnected from it and, um, as much as I could, and I, I saw on social media that Melania Trump had this this jacket. Yeah, I haven't seen that saying, yet. Saying, you know, um, something like, I don't really care, and people are up in arms about it because, like, yeah. you're, you're an immigrant, <laughs> you know? And, and so... Yeah, but she's the right about, kind. Yeah, right, right. She's the right kind, the white kind, whatever, yeah. you know? But more than that, it's like... Whatever happened to humanity? You know, nobody. You know, there's this. People are so, so quick to act rabid, 
at, yeah. at the mouth and, and get excited and good. That's what they, they, and it's a, what they yeah. deserve. And team they, mentality, rock them, sock them. Yeah, team, team mentality, rock them, sock them, man. Yeah, it's it, one it, of the robots has yeah. to go down, yeah, and it's man. not going to be me. Exactly, exactly. And they're both, and it's red and blue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take it, take it. We find we 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 finally understood why why the colors of Rock'em Sock'em robots and red, are red and, blue. and blue. All these years later. Yep. Um. Okay. So so uh, you grew up in board. You grew up in Bordertown. At what age did you move? At well, at what age did and, you? And move? I'll and I'll say this. There's some people that are, grew up even closer to the border that mm-hmm. are like McAllen's not the border town. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Right. It is like. It's it's a nicer city, but the border's not far. Mm-hmm. There are border towns right. that you're like, yo, Del Rio, you're a border town. Right. <laughs> right. You don't even know that you've crossed into Mexico. Oh, dig it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, sorry, sorry. No, no, no worries. Because no you know how it is. Some people are like, man, that ain't even, you know, right. like, okay, all right, let me clear it up for you right. fucking right. knuckleheads. <laughs> That uh, claiming a, a land that you don't even own. Right, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, sorry. So, at what point do you realize that that you enjoy you? You're you're one of your friends that makes everybody laugh, and you obviously have a knack for you know poking at people's funny bone. At what what age do you realize? That uh, you become a fan of, say, stand up. Like, are there are there? Oh, a fan of stand up. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, there was always. I kind of always saw stand up here and there. Didn't know that that's what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a person speaking. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the first stand up special that I saw fully, and it's a toss up. It's either between some random Howie Mandel. Special where he was uh, the, the, in the circle. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. The, and, and he closed with the uh, with the glove. No, no, he closed with Bobby. So it was it was oh, like a, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. And you're I right. remember seeing that and uh, Raw. Okay, those were the two okay. stand-up specials that I saw. Raw was probably the first where I was like, oh, like this is a you know stand-up, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. Like okay, you know. Uh, and then we got the Encore Channel. In our in our basic cable package, uh-huh. and they would play like Pryor and Carlin, uh, and I started watching that. You know, I remember recording uh, Richard Pryor live. Uh-huh. You know, and I was so happy that I caught it in time and right, recorded it, right, and right. watch it and watch it. Yeah. And then my little sister recorded. Ah, yeah, man, hocus pocus ah, over it. Vet Midler over Yeah, Pryor. man, and I was like, oh, I was upset. Oh, dude, I, I, you just, you just took me back because of the. Anyone listening probably um, is of an age that they remember VHS and VCRs where you had and the time record where you had, to, yeah, you had to, you had to uh, sync up. You had to set the clock first. You couldn't because sometimes old VHS uh, VCRs. You you got sick of resetting the time yeah, because yeah, yeah. The, the, if the lights went out or some power surge or whatever, and you're like, I don't feel like setting it. But then you're like, oh, I got to set it because I know Richard Pryor Live in Concert yep. is coming on. It was always on late. It was So you had, oh, it's coming on at, at yeah. 12.35 a.m. So I, I'm going to set it from... Oh, from, I stayed from, up. From 12... Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then you sit there and press record, yep. watch it, and then you, you could watch it the next day. I was, yeah, I was yeah. notorious for... Uh, 
I recorded Dude. everything. And, but and you know what? Remember this? Okay, so there was the time when you can record, mm-hmm. but it had to stay on the TV. Yeah, yeah, And so yeah. you had to police that TV, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. every, every like, ten minutes kind of walk by, nobody touch, okay, right, good, right, right, right. right, or somebody goes to the living room, yeah, I'm recording something, right, 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 you know, right, 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 and yeah. then it, then there was that weird, or right then after, like, maybe for whatever, whatever, it was like, now you can record and watch and something else, channel. and yeah. it was like, yo, record yeah. it all, yeah, right, right, <laughs> now with G's, yep. So, so you record all those, do you, are you one of those kids that like records them and then runs to school and repeats the jokes to your friends? You know what? I think I remember Howie Mandel I probably saw like when I was still just just out of elementary school or whatever because yeah. I remember trying to repeat uh-huh. the jokes, uh-huh. but there was a joke, you know, he had a lot of props. Yeah. He had a prop with a penguin with a stick up its ass, uh-huh. right? <laughs> and I guess that's what he was saying. Right? Oh, I got to stick a look. You know, like uh, CNI. Uh, what does an Eskimo use for a CNI dog? Right, right, right. Penguin, right? Right. And then he talks about the stick up the penguin's ass. But every time he said ass or whatever, the channel would that censor would it. But it. with a big, like, gong. Oh, Not a beep, just a gong. <laughs> so that's how I would say the joke. With the gong? Yeah. And it's got to stick up its gong. And you know, it's got the gong. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. That's why, and you know what is uh, people forget like Harry Mandel was funny, man. Yeah, Harry Mandel was that's that's a name that you know I always like to find out comedic influences and mm. who who people watched when they were younger and and Harry Mandel, you're the first that's ever brought up Harry Mandel. Really? But, but reminds me, yo, I used to love watching that dude because yeah, he had he had um. He had a, a a naive innocence, like in especially when he did Bobby. Yeah. Especially when he did the character. Of, um, yeah. Oh, I loved Bobby. uh, Bobby's World. Bobby's the cartoon. Was, was, that like, was man. good. Him and you know what, Bobby's World and Life with Louis, uh, Louis Anderson's uh, cartoon. Oh yeah, I, I did like that those. one, yeah. man, dude. I, yeah. Louis Anderson was is another one that I don't think uh, people. Reference, but well, people don't yeah. remember that. Yeah. Yo, you this this kind of kicked you in. It's funny, yeah. didn't we talk earlier about like, yeah, earlier on this week when I said if it wasn't for me listening to Hammer, mm. I would have never gotten into the Wu Tang. Yeah, time. yeah, yes, yes, we did, and 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 I planned on or planned on. Uh, oh, did you? Oh, oh okay. yeah. Oh, no, sorry, no, sorry. Because, no, because um, uh, just so y'all know, uh, uh, Nick is reading. My journey into the Wu Tang, Raw, Lamont, You God, Hawkins, his You God's uh, biography, autobiography. I'm almost done you with it. You know what? And I gotta say, I thought it would be a smaller book. It's it is well, it's, it repeats a lot. Yeah, he, chapters one through five are like five sentences. That's over funny. and over. Again. That's funny. He, he has at least two two pa- two uh, chapters worth of. No, I'm saying. You no, know I'm mean? saying. No, I that's mean, how it is. That's how it is, man. Yeah. You pop up there, you get the bing bong. Might be a stick up kid. Might be a crack fiend waiting to get a little <laughs> bit off somebody else coming on your territory. You know these UFOs. Like all right, right, okay. right, right, man. man. And then it just keeps going. Right. <laughs> like, like, okay, like, we get it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You sold crack again. Yeah. Hey, so I was four. I got a can. Candy bar, like yo, it's <laughs> a big old candy bar story. Well, you know, we we can actually go into that. So, so you as a youth, you heard Hammer. Hammer was your introduction. Well, yeah, I mean Hammer and who knows? I mean, there might be other songs that I can't even think in my head. Like mm-hmm. that was 
that that's another rap song that introduced me. Mm-hmm. But I know specifically Love and Hammer. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, were, You Can't you... Touch This was big. Okay, so You Can't Touch them. No, I was wondering if it was because I remember, I remember when MTV started showcasing rap with your MTV raps. Yeah. And that was my first introduction to him. And I probably was... got into that a little bit. Okay, because yeah, they, yeah. they had, like, Turn This Mother Out and, like, that his the album before that, the first album. Um, and please don't like, hurt him, Hammer. Yeah, please don't hurt him. Hey, Hammer, don't hurt him and turn this mother out. And, and uh, uh, I rose. Well, odds against me. Just be loud. Louder! Dude. And, we, and 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 I thought you know what like as a New York cat, I, and I remember when uh, everybody there was a backlash against Hammer. And you had you had LL Cool J on his record to the break of dawn. Uh, uh, you know he went in on Cool Mo D and yeah. he went in on uh, Hammer. Uh, 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 you swing it. You couldn't bust a grape in the fruit fight. Wouldn't throw a rock in the ghost town. So don't try to play close clown. You know the LL's back in town, and now you want to be sheriffs is getting shot down. Give me that microphone. I'm showing you real me in the danger zone. Stop dancing. Get the, I knew there was a line in there. Stop <laughs> dancing. Get to walking. Shut your old mouth when young folks is talking. There's you little always snake a in the line grass. in there. You, you swing a hammer, but you couldn't break a glass. Give me a lighter. Lighter. Woof. Now you cut loose from that Jerry Curl juice. <laughs> yeah, like L went in on him. The Beastie Boys. Oh, not yeah. the Beastie Boys. I, uh, uh, I said Red base. Man. Yeah, Redman, everybody, yeah, Redman. Yeah. On, on his first album. Yeah, yeah, Red, and he got checked. <laughs> he got checked, man. Got I checked. love that interview, man. <laughs> he got checked on that. Because, what, tell, tell the story. Oh, know, man, know. look it up on YouTube. Interview of Redman uh, talking about Hammer, and he says, he's like, yeah, so I put out that, that, uh, an album and I, uh, or that song and I here's the thing I forgot Hammer's from Oakland <laughs> Hammer's a, is a right. G right, right? right, right. and uh, he caught me after a show backstage and he talked to me about it he's like now you know you, you when you put out that song why he's like no I'm sorry sir I'm sorry sir <laughs> <laughs> Red was like, I'm sorry, sir. I didn't mean I won't do it again. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's, but but Red's a, Hammer Hammer didn't yeah and 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 coming from the east. I I remember saying, you know, we we got drunk off of being uh off of being the creators, the originators. Yeah. And that happens and, to a lot of people where, where right. they they exactly what you said, they get drunk off yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. And then they start swinging violently like drunk. Right. Well, wow, what about me? Re- right. Remember me? Right. And then they just get upset right. with uh Whoever's on top, not saying, "Oh, by the way, them, them, they're the reasons." You, know, you can't right. say it every song, right? You know, right. which is, you know, when I was uh, okay, well, I'll get back to that. It was about uh, Biggie, something uh, in an interview he did in L.A. Mm-hmm. Like it's so funny how with hip hop, uh, and you know, American language, the slang, there's those little weird moments of self reflection that you say or whatever something you say, and it. Someone takes it as a diss. Mm. Like, I remember hearing an interview where Biggie was uh, doing, like, a couple of days before he got shot, he was on a radio interview, mm. right? And they asked him, like, um, how he felt about Tupac getting shot. Mm. And they wanted him to give their right answer, the Cali answer. Okay. Yo, that guy right there, he's real. He's one of the best rappers ever. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 my condolences to his family. Right. They wanted that. 
Biggie did say that, but he also gave Biggie's answers like, yeah, I mean, it's a tragedy, and that's why I'm, you know, I'm, I'm focusing on my, my daughter right now. I'm just focusing on my life, you know? Mm -hmm. And people in Cali took that as a diss. As in, yeah, I don't care about that dude's death. I got to worry about myself. Mm, mm. You know? Right. And just that weird twist of language. Right. It's it's almost like being misquoted where where or yeah. someone recording recording the whole interview and then just playing one line. Yeah, yeah. And, and where where he says uh he has a tragedy. And, and but they don't play that part, or they yeah. in, in, in they just they print, just play that. I'm just going. Play. I'm just hoping you know, thinking yeah. about myself, my daughter. Right. That's it, right? Oh. No, he ain't kidding nothing about. Yeah, you know, he did it. You know, it's like. But that's 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 where we we've we've devolved into that where yeah. nobody, you know, the the stories don't get retracted when when they're found to be. Oh no! Uh, now they stay yeah, Now yeah. they just are out there. So the, the, the court of public opinion. Yeah. You know, hangs you before you even get go to trial. Yeah, you know? they've already formed a, a judgment. Done. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So so so, so the back, hammer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So going back to so hammer was your introduction to to hip hop. Pretty much. And yeah. once you hear hammer, do you now say, all right, I want to, I want to, uh, in so many ways. Well, I think I go listen to more of this. I think it was <clears throat> you know well once again coming from South Texas. Uh, and if you, you know, if you talk to Michael Yo, mm -hmm. he was like a DJ in Austin. He said in 98, uh, cause he was like kind of on a pop station. Okay. They had to have a meeting in order to play Will Smith's Getting Jiggy With It. <laughs> right? That's funny. So if that's in Austin. Right. You can imagine South Texas. Right. Where, Austin's a hipper city. Yeah. Where if only it's, it, they have to be hits. Right. Like, right. Top ten, right. the end. There's no, you're not playing anything other than that. Right. So it had to be like that. And I think with like hammering them, and then just the the hip hop flavor. My dad listened to a lot of Diana Ross. Okay. He listens to a lot of Motown. Mm -hmm. And so I guess hearing that music, and then hip hop being the next related mm -hmm. type of to that. Right. Because they often sampled, yeah. you know, Motown beats. Right. Right, so then it started. Out, oh, okay. Well, I like this, this genre of music, but I don't know what it is. Okay. I don't know what is rap and hip hop yet. I know they're rapping, right. but I don't know it's a complete genre. Right. 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 And then it was probably, you know, my older sister started getting like too short and easy. Oh wow! You know what I'm saying? Which I guess makes sense because. Two shorts, also Oakland. So it, it would it would make sense that you went from one Oakland cat. To yeah, we another. got we got. There was a lot of like West Coast rap in South Texas that Which I remember. Which makes sense. That makes sense. You know, because maybe and and it's funny because I'll get to the Wu Tang. How long it took me to get into them? Right. Um, I guess West Coast rap was just a little bit more simpler in it the was. sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like and, that's the, and and for any any of the Father Market fam that listen, that is not a dig. That's no. not disrespectful. That is a fact. That's, it was that's it was a, you know driving. It was driving music. You're driving so it's around. Slower. It's slower. Right. Texas. Right. You're driving. Right. Right. You know? The cadence of yeah. the lyrics was a, was like aside from say DOC. Uh, which was what? That's probably eighty eight. DOC was eighty eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So aside from the DOC 
most of most rappers that you heard from the West Coast, it was just very A B. Yeah, one, yeah, two, yeah. three, and to the four. Yeah, got it. Yeah, and yeah. coming from a very like once again, eighty-five percent Mexican. Right, all right. Right. Not all these people, their first language is English. Right. So the songs that if they listen to rap. Gotta be easy. Right. Yeah. One, two, three, into right. the four. It right. can't get too crazy. Right. You know? Yeah, like, America, modern creation. Yeah. yeah that's and it, like, that's and it's just easy. like uh, Orlando when he talked to us about Outcast. Listen, Outcast, he said, Yeah, when I went to Atlanta, it all made sense. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You know? Yeah. So we, I started hearing like that. Okay. Right? And then I remember one of the first signs of rap being. Different more, from more MC Hammer yeah. and, and Vanilla Ice right. was The Chronic. Yeah, oh, it yeah. started. They started playing The Chronic's videos on MTV. Right, right, right. And of course, I wanted to see that man. Right, and girls in there, even right, though it was right. pixelated. Naked, naked girls. You're just like, oh my god, I got to right. see this video. Right. And then you're just like, these guys are having fun. <laughs> what, what are they? What are they censoring? That censor right, bar on right. things. Oh yeah. I could. I could. In my mine was like trying right. to figure out what is on his head right and then right. you just find out it's a weed leaf right. like oh man right. i thought it was something crazier <laughs> what's he pouring on the top of that girl's head yeah yeah from that bottle like what is this place show me <laughs> right so That's there was funny. a weird treasure chest of inside of hip-hop uh, because they were hiding these things so mm -hmm. you wanted to find out about right. it there was a curiosity yeah. there was an, an, an automatic curiosity yeah because they were hiding it from you which is what like if you've ever read malcolm gladwell's books mm -hmm. he, so he talks about publisher clearinghouse putting a little treasure box yeah. that's the same yeah. mentality yeah. like yeah. i need to discover this yeah so chronic was probably a little bit more mm -hmm. than hearing the filthiness of too short that yeah. attracts a kid right away like oh it's whoa right, right and then i remember watching in living color when i was younger because i watched like well i just watched whatever was on anything and fox was a hip right. station yeah right? that's what's funny about the fox the current fox and you think fox news and you think yeah. very very white and and ultra conservative and you're like when the fox station uh first started and i want to say like 86 87 they were very they, their lineup was diverse uh, they pushed Cleveland, boundaries yeah, man Cleveland little start on uh start on a show Cleveland little from uh 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 blazing saddles yeah uh um uh, geez, uh, uh, obviously in Living Color, this the yeah. Simpsons, Tracy Ullman, uh, Parker Lewis can't lose. They were they they they. It was a new network, so they were like, hey, we'll do whatever. You yeah, know? and it was very colorful. Very yeah, colorful. yeah, 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 very much. Yeah. And uh, I remember an episode where Easy E was the closing song, right? right? right. And it, and he. Uh, now I know the song was real motherfucking G's, yeah. right? <laughs> but then I started like. That was the hip hop that I was seeing more and more and more. Okay. So I got heavy into West Coast hip hop, right. right? But here's the thing. I just knew it as a music. I didn't know it as listening to the lyrics, getting the story. It was just like, oh, this is fun music. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Right. right? Uh, then I, my parents sent me away to California for a summer to go hang out with my cousin to babysit, That's you know? Funny. Yeah. And, uh, one of my cousin's friends, because my cousins are older than me, right. like, they had two kids, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. Uh, one of my cousin's friends was, like, into Dub C, mm, right? Mm. And he played some Dub C for me, and then he explained 
the scenery. Mm. He's like, now you hear what that said right there? Mm-hmm. He's like, I got more knots than Barry Farm, right? On his head. And I was like, see, he just got beat up. His head's bruised up. Right. And he told me, and he started, I was like, what? <laughs> these, these words mean something? <laughs> right. And then I was like, oh, okay. So I found more of the treasure. Right. You got to figure out the, yeah, yeah, the punchline. Yeah. We don't got a Knott's Berry Farm right. in Texas. Right. How, so I got to figure out that. And then I got to figure out the slang for Knott's. And I got to, okay, boom, 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 boom. Right. Started right. stacking up all Your my little puzzle pieces. Your cousin was the original Urban Dictionary. For yeah, me. well, my cousin was, dude, my cousin's so, like, whitewashed. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was her friend, her uh, one okay friend oh, that that's, that's uh pat and you know i don't even it was her friend it was her friend's friend oh, that's funny you know and pat was just man i remember growing up in the ghetto <laughs> a good day was when you had a mustard and mayonnaise sandwich you ever have one of those <laughs> and he told me all about <laughs> mustard mayonnaise sandwiches and mustard how delicious i was like what <laughs> you know it just blew my mind right 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 um so then i started noticing lyrics uh-huh. and i was like oh i like lyrics and around that time hypnotize had dropped Oh, right? Okay. And Hypnotize was the first official rap song that hip-hop clicked in my head. Oh, that's Where I was like, oh my God, like, everything he's saying is so on point. It, it hits every band, right, this yeah, and that, and this song, and there's this and this and this. And it was the first time I realized their, the artistry. Right. Where it's like, oh, what they're doing is insane. Right. right? Maybe like Pablo Reyes. <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know, just hearing it like shit. So being Big. that, being so, that hypnotizes of like the first song, rap song that you hear that really makes it click and the lyrics click. Yeah. Were you affected in any way? Because that, that came out right after Biggie passed. So were you mm. affected in any way by Pac's passing and Biggie's well, passing? I guess I found out about those you know, after getting into it, because okay, then okay. it was like, I think, yeah, but not, not like where it's like, oh, because I didn't know them. Right. You, you had no, I literally know them after they were dead. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. it was interesting to go back and figure this out, mm-hmm. you know, but then I had figured out the, uh, in order to figure out that, mm-hmm. I had to figure out what the hell a diss song was. Oh, okay. And then I had to go through the history of diss song. Right, right, wow. And I was like, wow. hmm, okay, so this song is this. He's talking about this and this. Okay, real motherfucking G's. Oh, he's talking about Dre. Right. They were this, uh, well, wait a minute, and then Dre. Oh, Dre wait, what? Did, and then yeah, right. Snoop is upset with Luke for some reason. And then I listen to Luke's record where he's like, uh, Tupac, two. That's one of his rappers. And they going after what? I was like, yo, wait a minute. And I'm bouncing back right, right. through diss songs. To figure out the language of hip hop. Wow, this interest. This is interesting to me because yeah. I'm so I'm used I'm so used to everyone coming up, if not in it, around it, and aware of it enough. But hearing I'm, this is such a new perspective as okay. as a as a hip hop fan slash aficionado yeah. and, and someone that lo- has loved hip hop and grew up with it. It's so interesting to hear someone's perspective that didn't grow up with it but was introduced to it, and then you peeling back the started layers. peeling back the layers, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that's, that's and dope. and in the diss songs <clears throat> was diss songs are probably the ultimate form of hip hop. It's the ultimate mm-hmm. bravado. Yeah. It's the ultimate yo. I'm gonna take your history, right. And I'm going to rip it apart in rhymes. Right. Like, that yeah. is the art of it. Yeah. Much like Pablo was talking about, you create something right. out of nowhere, right? <laughs> A great diss song, yeah. it's like, okay, I'm going to learn about you. Mm-hmm. And in 16 
lines, mm-hmm. bars, beats, mm-hmm. you're destroyed. Right. You know? What'd you Amazing. Th- speaking of that, what did you think of this 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 recent uh Pusha Pusha T and T Drake, Drake? They both sounded lame, bro. Oh, you didn't you didn't you weren't I was alright with it, you know? Okay. Okay. Because I feel like like when they said how oh Pusha T went hard, mm-hmm. I think it was disrespectful. Oh, it was very. It wasn't oh, creative. Very, very disrespectful. I well, well, finish, finish it. Though. Well, may, maybe to me, like that's how I, felt. I was like, okay, because I had to figure it all out. Also, mm-hmm. but the story wasn't even when once I figured it out, it wasn't even that good to me. I was mm-hmm. like, that's what you went after him mm-hmm. for. I was like, oh, okay, all right, like all right, mm-hmm. you know. The the reason I liked Pusha T's well, I mean, it was it was twofold, yeah, it was you know what it was it, it was. Floyd Mayweather style of fighting. Okay. Technical. Yeah. Very technical. It wasn't a knockout. <laughs> oh, I, I think I think there were enough body blows. But, but it's was, body blows. Was it was boom, 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 boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. He got a nice TKO. Yeah. Um I think well, I think it was a knockout. The reason I'll say it was a knockout Maybe was. Maybe I have to was, hear it again. Was what what from my perspective where Pusha T really got him. Was now Drake is the one that brought up Pusha T's fiance. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Drake and in, in, um, I forgot the name. I forgot the, the name. Uh, Dubby, d- whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I and I heard that. I actually heard that one after I heard the Pusha oh, T. Oh, okay. Thing. So when so Drake so Pusha Dubby T Dubby freestyle. Yeah. Yeah. So Pusha T dropped the first record, which was on on the Daytona album, yeah. and he said some things about uh, you know um, some like old beef that that they had with uh, Cash Money not paying Kanye. Oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. Or, or yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Pharrell for beat, and then he also mentioned Drake's Ghostwriter. So then Drake went in and went back at, at Pusha T and Pusha T's credibility as selling drugs. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But then he also mentioned. Pusha T's fiance by name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm of the belief as many people. Well, I know that's is, very disrespectful. Yeah, yeah one, because if it's if we're gentlemen, we can we can we can go, go after each other. Go after each other. Bring in once the family. You, once you bring in me familia. Well, that's why I fucked now, your bitch. Yeah, right, right. It's like right. okay, man. Now you've done that. <laughs> now I. Now there are no rules because you crossed the line. Yeah. And so if you if you're crossing the line, I'm going all the way in. So yeah. what was what was technical about um, Pusha T's response is how he broke down. The, sort of the breakdown of, yeah. of Drake's Drake's uh, immediate family, his parents, where he broke down your mo- your mom's. Uh, I guess she ain't good enough to even get married because your your pops dipped out and you just got reacquainted with him and you. And then he talks about his his pops, uh, Steve Harvey suits. But yeah. bigger than that was and then like people say, oh, when he when he hit him with. You are hiding a child, and 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 when that was, when yeah, the stripper, yeah. that was ill mag, and the good. fact that he named the song the story of Adidas and, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Drake's clothing line with Adidas was was Adidas named after the, the the kid allegedly. Yeah. To me, the 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 body blow, the the one that that the solar plexus uh, gut punch that yeah. brought Drake to the ground was him him talking about. You your your hair was too soft to ever kink right to get a really nice amp. like because in in the in the uh, black community you know there's there's this uh, there's this um, 
people refer to the story of the tragic mulatto, the, yeah, yeah, the biracial yeah. kid that struggles with his identity. Yeah. And so to me that you went in you went in on Drake psychologically and no matter what Drake that's always going to be in the back of Drake's mind because as a kid he probably was ridiculed for not yeah. being black oh, enough, you hit him. You for hit not him. being Jewish enough, you know what I mean? And yeah. So so that's the that's the state. You that, hit him in the child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, in so many right. ways. You took little Drake's actual child yeah, and yeah. then him as a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's why I I, I believe that uh Well, mate, like yeah, yeah, you know, I guess uh like I remember hearing I was like, "Okay, good." And then I was like, "Well, it was it was all right, mm-hmm. right?" Mm-hmm. And it was, but maybe cuz I ex- I, coming from the West Coast mm-hmm. style of diss songs, there was way more passion. Right. East Coast is darts. Yeah, yeah. And... West Coast is, fuck that fucking... Well, and that's why, like, the reason I liken Pusha T's song to Pox Hit Him Up is because... He was going so personal. He went he very personal, man. Personal. At, that at, was that. I just and maybe that's why I also didn't like. It. I was like, ooh, because it's it's it makes it's, you feel a little bad. Like, like ooh, ooh, damn, son. ooh, man, you're talking a, about somebody's baby, and like, and, and regardless, you're talking about this stripper that he had a baby by. Yeah. Um, and he's not proud of that. You know, yeah. A lot of people saying, "Damn, you went raw dog in a in a in a porno chick." You know, like yeah. there's so many. Ways that people perceive it. Yeah, like, dude, you dumb. Yeah, (laughs) you're dumb in so many ways, Drake. Right. Right. What What's the first Wu Tang uh, record that you heard? Uh, How'd you get introduced to Wu Tang? Okay, how did I get introduced to Wu Tang? I'm trying to. We'll get to the comedy too, y'all. This is just. I'm trying to think in my head if there was uh, any song prior, Uh but I remember the first because I was I was trying to avoid it. Really? Yeah, because yeah, I had a bunch of friends that were in the Wu-Tang, right? Mm-hmm. And they wanted me to hear it. I was like, I don't know, man. I can't understand it. I just can't. It's just, <laughs> right. I don't know what they're talking about. I can't. Uh, and right, then, right. you know, finally a friend lent me 36 Chambers. Ooh. And, uh... I'm, I'm a, as as a, as as a Wu Tang uh, fan. I'm glad that you that you didn't hear Triumph first and then no no I'm no Thirty Six Chambers yeah, okay, right. Good, good. You know, if I had heard Wu Tang, it was in the background of something that I didn't right. even register right. right. And then uh, listen to Thirty Six Chambers, dude, <laughs> just do ha huh, do yeah. huh, all the the hits is like yo, yeah. and it hit me so hard. I was like. Yeah. This is dope, <laughs> dude. Just the uh, the they had a rhythm that I love in other songs. You know, I love the hard boom, 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 boom. For me, in in even Johnny Cash songs. And in Marilyn, I listen to Marilyn Manson. Mm-hmm. Hit those. You like that? I love it. Which is funny because I when when uh, we were watching this show on the ship, uh, man, Million Dollar Quartet, and you actually were, you were like, yeah, I, I want to see Johnny Cash. And I, yeah, that was very. I was like, okay, I I, I could dig this, this style right here. I want to see yeah. Johnny Cash, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. And it's just that 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 here's the basic four. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. You know, it's not a sped up beat, just right. basic fucking four, but you're going to feel this shit. Right, right, The right. most basic, right, just right, right. boom, 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 and just hit it. Yeah, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. so that, to me, is probably what really attracted me to the Wu-Tang. Okay. Right? The bottom. Yeah. The bottom. And then it was like discovering all of them. Mm-hmm. See, I love puzzles. 
Okay. I love them. Right. If, if we had a puzzle here, 2,000 piece, I would be just finishing right. while talking right. to you. Right? right. And uh, so getting in a hip-hop puzzle, mm -hmm. figuring it out. Boom, boom. These are all the key players. This is the sub-genres. This is who this and that. This is, right. okay, so there's the Midwest that's somehow different from the South. That's right. somehow different from, okay, all right, East Coast, West Coast. That's basic. Right. But wait, there's Texas rap. Right, you know, right, just right, going right, through it, right? right? And then... Were you into cats like 8-Ball and MJG? And yeah, but I didn't know... Found out later? I didn't know they were considered different. Okay, okay. To me, rap was rap at that time. Okay. You know, it was... The East Coast and West Coast was probably the first time I heard, oh, there's a difference. Mm -hmm. And then the Southern rap came in because that's when Outkast started getting, like, right. on radio. Yeah. You know? And I was like, oh, okay, so there's that. And growing up in Texas, we heard... Mm -hmm. Paul Wall and MJG, right. yeah, or uh, yeah, yeah, and we heard them, and but you didn't know that was Texas rap. Right. You were just that was rap in Texas. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, we didn't right. call it. It's it's kind of like right. uh, you know what what is it? Not French toast, but oh, what do the French call French toast? Toast. You know that kind of right. thing. Gotcha. So it wasn't Texas rap. It was like yo, this is just chopped rap. up and screwed, right. and right. chopped up and screwed was huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, that was that y'all own that. So we, the and then there was like Crucial right. Conflict. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was big down there. So that style was also a big hit down there. Okay. So Bone Thugs, Crucial Conflict. Twister. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Twister was a little little too much, but yes. Because it was so, yeah. And then 3-6 yeah. Mafia, right, you know, right. was big and just learning them. So now right. it's like, oh, we're figuring these guys out. Pastor Troy. And, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. Just thinking of all. So I think just getting into... Like something is like the Wu Tang. It's each of these guys has a backstory. Mm -hmm. Some of them say everything. Right. Some of them give you nothing. Right. Right. But it's figuring out how they work. Right. You know. Right. Interested, man. Interested. This and then the idea of the uh, six, sixty second assassin. Mm -hmm. Kill him in a minute. Yeah. And that's what I bring to stage. Yeah. Yeah. It's yo, like Nick that first line. Quick, boom. Got to hit it. Nick, Nick is very uh very measured and meticulous um on stage. It's been awesome watching you uh this week. So what at what age did you uh to go back? What age did you decide <laughs> to move up to Dallas and and say you know what I'm gonna? Well, I moved this. up to Dallas. Uh, I went to Denton to go to college, which okay. is an hour. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. Just didn't like college. That was a college that my mom wanted me to go to. Okay. And I just didn't like because she wanted to go to that, right? Right. And it just wasn't It was such a jump to come from the border town mm -hmm. to this, you know, now I find out it's a music college, basically. It's uh. mostly music. But to come into this experience where you're not around a lot of Mexicans. Right. And it threw, it fucking yeah, threw me off. Culture shock. Big culture yeah, shock. Man. You know? And then the guy, some of the few that did come from McAllen... Um, the friendships didn't, they were, they didn't want their first year in, in college to be with the McAllen people. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Were, yeah, yeah. They were like, we're out. No, we're bet. No. Yeah. We left the Valley. It's kind of like going to, when people go to Hollywood, you can now reinvent yourself and create yeah. and, and. So they were reinventing right. themselves. Right. And I felt like. You know, I, I felt hurt like that. And of it was, course. It's funny because one of the dudes actually lives in California, and I'm like, I'm never going to fucking hang out with you, bro. Oh, interesting. Like, nah, you you dissed me back then. Right, yeah. Because you didn't want to be related, you know, you didn't right. want to, whatever, whatever. Related. Yeah. So, uh, that was a shock, and then 
went to go work in Dallas because I just didn't want to go back home. Learned uh, that you could earn more than uh, yeah, you know minimum wage. Dude, <laughs> when I got paid, what is seven twenty five? I was like, yo, come <laughs> on, right? So uh, then it was working with. I went to go work in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. It was working with regular people that were diverse. Mm-hmm. You know, because college was what well, we're we're here to be intellectuals and this right, and that. Right. Going to go work at a fucking theater, fast food place. Now you're amongst the people that like, yo, I need this job. Right. I ruined right. my credit. Uh, this and that. They're like, so <laughs> now you've age, got a different every, right, mi- if every age. You know, yeah. you got the single mothers. You got the uh, high school kids. You right. got the dudes that just this is what I do. I'm right. not. You know. Then you meet the cleaning crew that has the families there, right? Right. And hearing people talk was just, uh, it blew my mind mm-hmm. to realize like, okay, you know, well, what's that? Oh, that's a black thing. Okay. That's, that's a Jewish thing. All right. And I was learning that, mm-hmm. you know, because we didn't have, we kind of got it through TV, right. but we didn't get it because it wasn't around us. Right. And it's like, so what do you mean this and that? And then I remember one night where they were just throwing racial jokes back and forth and mm-hmm. it freaked me out mm-hmm. because I wasn't used to that. I was like, aren't you all supposed to be offended? <laughs> and then I learned like the diverse type of humor. Uh-huh. Right, and then maybe around that time, I remember seeing John Leguizamo's HBO special. Okay, and John Leguizamo. Spicorama. Yeah, uh, no, no, no. It was the next one. Uh, uh, Freak. Freak. Okay. You know, and then that was another thing. I was like, oh, okay, and so I started getting into him, and then Rock. You couldn't. Right. You had to Freedom hear it, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a game changer. You had to, and you know, it's because I was staying at a place where these people had HBO. Okay. So I could watch current right. special access with without the gong beep. Without the gong beep, <laughs> you know, and it was beyond uh, encore because encore was still playing, oh, you know, oh, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah, uh, Gallagher and stuff mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> um, so that's when I started kind of seeing stand up as, oh, okay, I like this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, Rock was the big one for me. Okay. Where okay. I really like, I like this. And I remember getting his album where he had skits in the middle yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No Sex like, in oh, the Champagne man. Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, I like kind of how this is. That's a- fun. Album. 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 Yeah. Album. So. Man, Danny, it's truth there. Uh, what was the other character? He was like, uh, it was a football player that said his name in the third person. I, oh, I yeah, remember yeah, that yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was fun, right? Yeah, it was a fun uh, And I was like, okay, so I got into comedy more with Rock and John Leguizamo, really kind of starting to be mixture, seen. Yeah. 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 Well, Leguizamo was this new hip Latino. Mm-hmm. He was ours. I remember right. House of Buggin'. Yeah, I remember I House of Buggin'. It. Wasn't that Fox? That was yeah. Fox, yeah. And Pest, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, this guy, this guy that is kind of our new guy, yeah. I like him, yeah, right? Yeah, I like Leguizamo. You know? he's, yeah, uh, he's, and I was he's already cool, into yeah. Cheech and Chong because uh-huh. you had to be into Cheech, right, right. you know? Uh, so I just into him, right? And I was like, oh, okay. Um, then at one point, before I went back home, because I went back home for six months, because I was like, I, I just got to figure out my life. Okay. Right? Um, at some point, the people I was staying with, family, friends, they got tickets to go see John Leguizamo live. Oh, wow. And they gave us tickets, me and my the their son, who was really into him. Okay. And so we went to go see it, first time seeing mm-hmm. a show. Leguizamo does two acts, mm-hmm. you know, so there's a break. It's a, it's a one-man play, right. so it's not stand-up, right. right? But it was stand-up. Right. 
And I was like, oh, and then I did the break. I was like, okay. And then I came <laughs> in, came out dancing again. I was like, oh, fun. Had a great time. Yeah. Cut to like a few months later, HBO releases Sexaholics, okay. which is what was John Leguizamo live. Right. Then I see that the jokes are a little tweaked, different. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, he said a different pun. Oh, he ended this differently. Oh, and the puzzle that you like. Puzzle was out. cut, yeah. yeah. And I was like, hmm. And then Last Comic Standing came out. Mm. And I was like, what is it? So people do this? Right, right. And that's where I was like, something's happening. Right. And Let me like research season this. One, season one. Yeah, right yeah. Now. Open mic. This and that. Right. Stand up. Okay, where's open mics? And I learned all about the open mics uh-huh. around Dallas before right. I ever went. Right. And then finally one day I went. Where's the, where's <laughs> the first place you go? Is it Hyenas? No, no, no. It's called West End Comedy Theater. Okay. And uh, just a Wednesday open mic. Open mic. Yeah. yeah. I need a pee, bro. Hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got a pee. Hold that. Thought. I drank some. Boom, we're going to get it. Okay, okay. So Now that he's relieved. <laughs> yes. So the West End Comedy Theater mm-hmm. signed up. I came in late, you know, because I didn't know how to do it. Right. right? Uh, almost didn't sign up because it was the first time that I ever had to drive downtown anywhere. And you were nervous about that? I was nervous because I was like... How do I handle parking? Because I was very uh, broke. Poor. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But here's what's funny. As you were saying, I was like, oh, he, he was uh, struggling. Uh, he wasn't even a struggling artist yet. No, so, no, yeah. no. So, yeah. So I was just like, okay, how do, how do I handle this? Because in my head, I never really went out like that. Right. right? Yeah, it's just work. It's just work until you die. Right, yeah. Work until you die. Work until is this and die. that, right? And um, so I took my friend with me or my friend came with me to kind of help me okay. figure out how to get downtown because oh, I know where that is you know they're they're from Dallas okay. oh, I'll just go with you this and that let's try it out come on you know and mm-hmm. the parking meter and I'm like oh no I gotta give money okay <laughs> how do I do this and I all if it wasn't for him I wouldn't have known to park at a meter to pay for it I wouldn't have like uh, I would have just freaked out and left and left yeah. like I, I, I don't know what this stuff means and then just Take off. That's why they always say, you know, on, in the journey uh, towards your success, um, we we all like to act autonomous, autonomous, but we there are a bunch of people that helped us along the way. And even yeah, something as simple as your friend that's from Dallas. Uh, knowing, no, you have you have to park on a meter. You know that. Yeah, helps. or you, hey, don't worry about the parking. Let's park at the meter. Yeah. Put in, put in a two, you right. know, whatever, a couple of quarters. Right. Oh, okay. Right. Because other than that, it's just all parking lots for fifteen bucks. Right. Right. And I'm just like, yeah, I got fifteen bucks. I don't know. <laughs> right. It's freaking me wet. out. <laughs> ah, right. Did it. Loved it. Right. Did you? Uh, was it a contest or was no? It just an open, open oh, mic. That's cool. That's cool. You know, no rock and sockum situation. No, 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 no. Just that. It was fun. Cool. You know, one of the comics, Sean Arredondo. I I told him, man. He's he came up to me afterwards because after you get off stage, your first time, you're like, I don't know what to do next. Right, right. You know, and he came up to me. He said, Hey, man, it was good. You know, uh, you might want to cut down on on, uh, you know, uh, words in your. Uh-huh. You, you you said a lot. Right. Oh, okay. That's when I, he told me, put in the seat, edit what you say. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, all right. And he's like, so, um, you got anything coming up Saturday, isn't that? You know, and then he hooked me up with a restaurant gig. Oh, that's cool. I was like, okay, let me play around. Was it for money? Uh, I think I got like 20 bucks. Dude, yeah. that's your, after your first show, yeah, someone yeah. offering you a $20 gig? That's yeah, dope. I think so. You know, and then it was like, come back the next week. Right, and come back right, and, right, right. And then, uh... 
I came, no, no, you know what? It was after the second time that he offered me that. Okay. Because okay. I came back the second time by myself, came late because I was still freaking out, mm-hmm. right? Signed up, and uh, the guy that was hosting, you know, uh, now I just know that he's just a prick, right? <laughs> back then, I was like, oh, you're, you are comedy people. Right. Oh, I don't right. know how to be around sure. you. You, <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, I signed up late. Because I showed up late, and he came up to me. He's like, you know what, man? Here's the thing, bro. Uh, or you, you got to sign up early. We just can't. We're, we're not going to be able to put you up. Right. And it was at that, that point Sean, that dude, Sean Arredondo, stepped up for me oh, and said, let the right. guy go up. Are you guys still cool now? You yeah, 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 cool. yeah. That's cool. You know? And if he Because Sean that, probably knew he was a prick, too. Yeah. Back then. Yeah, like, just let him go up. Yeah. It's another three minutes. Right. You know? And that's when he was like, you should do this and that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay, that's funny. So you you you're now you're work you get a check. So now you're a working comic. <laughs> <laughs> you meet uh and uh, Dustin is down there. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I meet uh, Dustin. Ibarra. Yeah, at I think by the third open. Do you mic. only want to hang out with comics with double R's in it? No, <laughs> <laughs> no it's just how it happens, right, man. Right, right, right. You know, it's it's, it's uh, you know it's uh, it's tough to. Stay floating all the clicks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they, by the third open mic, I had seen Dustin or whatever, and they had started seeing me. Dustin, because I looked so young, mm-hmm. he thought I was younger than him, and he was That's like, funny. man, fuck, this kid's coming in younger and funny. <laughs> yeah, like whatever. So they, he was already forming that yeah, in his kind head. Of territorial. Yeah, man. Yeah, and then they find out he yeah. wasn't. Yeah. yeah. It's like, because he was the young fun. There was yeah. already two of them. They I didn't need yeah. a third. Oh, dude, that's funny. But then y'all could have been the young, the young R's of mm-hmm. comedy or something. Yeah, man. That's <laughs> funny. It's and I hung cool. out with actually the other young funny guy first. Uh, his name was uh, Cody Sutton or Corey Sutton. Okay. And uh, this one cat, I loved him. His name was his stage name was Ivan the Terrible. Mm. <laughs> I love an Ivan the Terrible. Yeah, man. And we hung out, and I remember telling him, "Oh, dude, we need a we need to do like sketches in the group and this and that, uh, blah blah blah." But Ivan was like, "Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just doing what uh, this for whatever." And uh, goes, "Yeah," but he was like a real uh, into drugs, so okay, okay, talented, but. You know, right. the drug path yeah. Yeah. took him out for a right. bit. Right. Um, Who else was uh, Tone Bell? Was Tone? No, Bell? no, no. Tone didn't come until years later. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, like about five years later, oh, is when wow. Tone finally okay. made an appearance. Okay. Four or five, and um, I pitched this idea of like, let's do a group. Let's let's mm-hmm. work on this together. Right. They weren't into it. Eventually, I went on the road with Dustin mm-hmm. on a random road gig, mm-hmm. and we got along. And then I did the same thing we actually were like okay we're the sucker punch group (laughs) (laughs) you know we had little comic strips that we did you know of pictures we just started doing sketches it was was creative creative, uh, yeah yeah so it was that that's when i met dustin okay okay and And you know what's funny so dustin was like he didn't he didn't want to like me at first Uh he just didn't but he's like all right i guess right (laughs) And the That's way he funny. the way he decided to finally like me is like, hey man, do you freestyle? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah man. And we just started you know freestyling the corniest style, stuff. <laughs> and he was like, yo, cause I'm I'm hip and I hit and I rock and I flow with whatever, right? <laughs> and 
That's how me and Dustin uh, decided to form a friendship. Uh, so the hip hop, uh, yeah, your 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 hip hop training served you well. Served me well, and then he learned I was a bigger hip hop fan than oh yeah oh you know. It's like yeah, but my hair's still bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And at what point do you say? I actually introduced him to Wu Tang. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh wow, wow. He's from Texas originally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Um, shout out to Dustin Ibarra. Um, when do you decide to move to Cali? 2007, I went on the road with a headliner that would go back and forth. He lived in Cali, right? Who, who uh... I don't want to say okay, his name. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I, 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 I had to ask, but I said, yeah, okay, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you know who you okay. are, you punk. <laughs> 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 I don't want to give him shine. Right, right, right. Uh, did, uh, did, did... Was that relationship funky because of that, him treating you like... Oh, terrible. Terribly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, because he was the headliner and he... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a very big abuse of power and a... Uh, That's always weird to me because, like, I, I guess I understand the power dynamic of here the club isn't giving me the respect that I feel I deserve, so I'm going to project that anger towards someone that needs me the same way I need the club. Yeah. So, you know, but it's just... Well, to me, it felt like this. All right, the guy went on the road with another way more famous mm-hmm. comic had taken him on the road. as okay. like, you're my opener, okay. right? Okay, And, uh... You know I'll be whatever. when I stop. Recording. Yeah, yeah, Whatever, <laughs> Whatever happened between their dynamic mm-hmm. in the guy's head... He felt like this guy mistreated me. Mm-hmm. He made me feel stupid. He belittled me. He would make me do chores Medium. and this and that. Right? So I'm hearing, like, that's how he's justifying what he's doing to me. He's what? like, I went through this. You got to go through it. Which, and so which is odd because you would think it would it would uh, the, make him not want to do it. opposite would, would occur. It's, it's like if someone, well, here, if someone was raised by an abusive uh parent and then you become a parent you're gonna say you know what i want to be better i want to do better yeah i don't want to do that but there are the people that know i'm gonna abuse you too right 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 right. and uh but here's the thing is that i found out after years later i met the really famous headliner Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and we talked about him Mm -hmm. and traded stories and he's like the real famous headliner is like yeah man that guy uh he he thought he looked up to me like I was his father or something. Like I was supposed to take care. Of, you know how oh. spoiled he was and this oh, and that. Wow. And he started revealing how much of what that guy was ta- doing to me was not true. Oh wow! You wow. know. <laughs> and uh, I told the guy I was like, "Yo, you felt weird that he made you feel like his father." You know, he's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Well, he wanted me to be his son." Mm. Because there was one time we went to dinner with his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and he was being, like, just a goofy guy. He's like, look at this, mommy, daddy, and son. And in my head, I was like, no, I've got a father. Right. <laughs> right. And I was like, yeah, no, we're not. So right. you you think you're a father figure today. Right, right. So, so it was very, so I was saying that as as reference, but it he yeah. uh, did have some family issues that he was attempting to play out in his who knows man you know and uh yeah so he put me through a lot of hell but it was the first time that i spoke out for myself okay okay you know i finally was like it's it's funny man those first times first quitting a job Mm -hmm. where you're like i don't know what to do getting fired where you're like fuck what do i do especially where i come from that's a big risk. Right. You know, we talked right. earlier about the immigration, the like, die. fuck, man, right. I fucked up, right. head slumped. So standing up against your boss, essentially, uh-huh. right. in a big, like, fuck you, uh-huh. is unheard of. Right. 
Right. You know, you just take the hits. Mm -hmm. So it took a lot for me to finally be like, no, dude, fuck you. Mm -hmm. And you have no loyalty to me as a person, right. as a friend. You say I'm your friend and you don't fucking care about this and then that. You're right. jealous. You know, so it just... And, the, and, the, and the, the, how long did you tour with him before you finally just said... That's Eight months. Enough? Wow, that's a that's eight a, months, that's a man. Long, uh, that's what everybody long. said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was. But funny. I also get because you you're gigging and and mm -hmm. so it's it's almost you're you're looking at the thing you love, which is comedy, and this this person is a conduit towards it, and yeah. getting to go on the road and see other places as opposed to just the handful of clubs in the Dallas area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I get it. I don't I don't know. Yeah, man, and I just thought that's what you did. Right. Were you were when you're touring with him do you have a, a day job a nine to five or uh no i i got fired for choosing the 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 actual first gig with that him. was the deciding point if i was if he was going to take me on the road or not oh wow you know wow. where i was working for this comedy defensive driving company that's what it's called right comedy defensive driving yeah yeah because in texas you can get a ticket take defensive driving right right so you doesn't show up on your license but what what made it comedic because comedians teach it <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. it so it's not just somebody like these are the rules and that we're making right. jokes okay. while going oh, through that's, it okay that sounds actually like a decent gig it's not it's not bad man yeah, that's not bad yeah yeah so i was working in the office there you know and uh i had asked him because he was always like yeah we're always in support of comedians as you can see our whole company's comedians mm -hmm. so you know we understand this and that and i remember asking the boss i was like hey I'm getting offered to go do the Houston Improv with this guy. He might want to take me on the road, but it starts uh, Thursday Thursday night. Yeah. Is it okay if I take it? And he sat me down in his office, and he was like, you know, Nick, the thing about the comedy lifestyle, this guy oh, wasn't a comic, gosh. was not a comic at all, right? Not even, in, not even in any way, right? He was like, opportunities, you know, they come up a lot, okay? And whether you get it now or 10 years from now, it's it's still going to be the same opportunity, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Trying to talk me out of taking this gig. And in my head, I was like, that doesn't make sense. No, 10 years that from now. That is completely is wrong. Like, no. 10 years, that's a long, yeah. a long wait. Later. And it was probably him saying that. I was yeah. like, no. And he pointed, he, he brought up another comic. He's like, see, because think of him. He he waited. He, and he's doing fine. I'm like, no, I don't want to be that. <laughs> So part of you is like, thank you. You just made yeah. my decision. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, fuck it. And I right. went on the road. And did the gig. Yep. And, uh, and how, how, how long after that did you... Um, oh, then when I moved down? to Cali... Was, uh, was there a big space of time after leaving the road with him and moving to Cali? Nah, well, yeah, you know, maybe about another... Probably a year. Okay, okay. A year, because I lived out of my suitcase for like three years sleeping around this on, time sleeping on crashed people's on people's couches, couches. Yeah. well i met a guy in austin who had a big house you know and uh i helped him like with video editing and i okay. taught because i would love doing it mm -hmm. right which is what i learned from doing the comic strips and learned right. editing right okay so uh you know he let me crash at his place to help him start what he wanted to start, which was a video company, mm -hmm. uh, which he was not good at, but we, fuck it. <laughs> he found a way to get money somehow, right? Um, so stayed there, and then Gene Pompa, mm -hmm. uh, who had met me at an open mic in Dallas. Is Gene Latino? 
Mm-hmm. I thought so. Like, of what, what, what this Mexican? Guy, he is Mexican. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he met, always wore the hats. Yeah, 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 yeah. He met me uh, Chicano to the bone, right? Uh-huh. He met me in Dallas probably in two thousand. Probably 2006 or seven. Mm-hmm. Probably 2006 before I officially went on the road mm-hmm. at an open mic or he was there for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Who knows? He just remembers meeting me. Mm-hmm. Around late 2008 to 2009, he hits me up on MySpace. Oh, wow. Right? And this is the end days of MySpace. Yeah, like, I there's not much. Yeah, so I just happened to check it and there's a message from Gene that day. He's like, hey, I was wondering, uh, you know, I've got a project idea that I'd like to talk to you about. Um, that shoots out here in Cali. Is there any way that you can, you know, come out during this time? I was like, oh, yeah, I could. He's like, I'll try to hook you up with like a gig that pays seventy five bucks. Okay. I'll, I'll do my and maybe another one. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, okay. My cousin worked for Southwest. I could get buddy passes. Nice, right? Good old buddy passes. Yeah, yeah. So I gave them one hundred fifty bucks. Got the buddy pass, uh, and in my head, I was like, you know what? And now think of Nick freaking out about a parking meter. Right. This is dropping one hundred and fifty dollars for my dream, right, right? right? So I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it, you know. And if you can only give me seventy five back, that's all right. I'm willing to take right. that hit, yeah, you know. Let's do it. Right. Let's go for it, right? And I already went through hell with this other guy, right. so might as right. well give yeah. this a shot, yeah. Yeah. you know. And this other guy worse. actually, uh, at that time, uh, borrowed like eight hundred dollars from me because mm-hmm. he found out that I had money saved in my mm-hmm. bank account, mm-hmm. started using me as his ATM. Uh. You know, promising, I'll pay you back. Never did, right? right? right. Uh, but it was that whole idea like, look, man, you know, famous headliner would ask me for money, all right? And I'd uh, give it to him, and then one day, and the famous headliner was like, no, I'm a millionaire. <laughs> Why would I ever ask him for money? <laughs> I had money stashed. Right, right, right. Like, what funny. are you talking about, That's right? Funny, so, you know, I was like, all right, let's go meet up Gene, met up with Gene. First time really getting to know him. Yeah. Let's me stay at his place. Oh, that was nice. He's like, hey, we got a meeting tomorrow with uh, this producer. I want to shoot a special for like the new Latinos of comedy, mm-hmm. right? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, cool. We went, met the producer, loved me. Gene was like, hey, man, you know, it looks like you're going to be on. It was, And he tells me later on, he's like, it was between you and this other guy, a comic from L.A., mm-hmm. uh, and depending on if he showed up to the lunch or not was going to be the deciding factor. Oh, wow. And, he, and the guy from L.A. didn't show up. Oh, wow. I did. <laughs> I flew in. Yeah, thank you for the buddy pass. Yeah. So I got that, uh, got to shoot that special. Who uh, who was on that special? Cristela Alonso, oh, Felipe Esparza, me, and Ty Rivera. Oh, dude. And that's, Gene Pompa, that's right? That's a good company. Yeah, yeah, 2009 is when we filmed it. Okay. Right? Uh, and uh, it never came out. Oh, okay. The producer okay. shelved it because he just didn't want to deal with the project anymore. <laughs> right? For some reason, I mean, so you I know think, you're rich. You just shoot yeah, something, just done. It's over. Tens of thousands of dollars yeah. or something. Yeah, eh, forget. I want to go fishing. Yeah. Right. So you know that brought me out, and then it was like, hey, I'm out here. Dustin had been in New York around this time. Right. That's where I met. I didn't know yeah. Dustin was from Texas until going down there within the last year or two. Yeah. So when I was doing this, Dustin was in New York, okay. getting ready to transition over oh, to, Cali. to Cali. Cali. Okay. Yeah. 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 So then around when he finally did that transition mm-hmm. is when we all moved in together in the uh, Pacoima, okay. right? We lived, in, we lived in a back house behind our friend's grandma's house. Oh, uh, wow. You know, and I told you Pacoima was like, uh, it's a street, it's a hood, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and we lived there for three years, four comics in the one and a half bedroom 
the smells, converted the garage into yeah. a, a little house. Wow. So it was a garage. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, what a mess. Yeah, but we did it, man. But you were living the dream, man. Two, like 250 you, bucks a month. Oh, that's that's a good look. Yeah. That's an awesome look. So yeah, yeah. What, what would you say your your first, was it, would, would you say that was your first big shot? Yeah, uh-huh. probably. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, you but know it what? didn't come to like they didn't air it. So no, they didn't. Come, they didn't air it. That was my first big stand-up shot. Yeah. Okay. And in my head, I was like, oh, I'm so prepared. Right, 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 <laughs> now, right. now I'm like, good. I'm right. glad it didn't come out. Right, right, right. I'm sure I was horrendous. Well, <laughs> I went, I met you. I met you with Michael Yo. He was doing that thing in in at the. Um, uh, was it the Tempe uh, Stand Up Live? I no, think. it wasn't Stand Up Live. It was Tempe. It was Tempe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the Hot Mess. Yeah, back yeah. when we do Hot yeah, Mess hot comedy mess shows, comedy. and that was I want to say that was like late, like oh, from oh nine to twenty eleven. Like it was in that three year period. Uh, I met Michael, dude. It was later because I met later? I met Michael probably like two thousand eleven, twelve. So maybe twelve. Then. So it could have been two thousand twelve, thirteen. Okay. okay. Yeah, probably two thousand twelve. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember doing that. I was like, oh, this dude with the long hair is funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was real funny. So what was what was your first big introduction? That the opportunity that panned out. That panned out. What do you? Uh, in what way? What do you mean? Um. Well, this one you did it. But it never came out. Never came out. Well, then the next thing I did was Stand Up Revolution with Gabriel Iglesias okay. on Comedy okay. Central. Okay. But you know that, that I don't know if that panned out huge, but it did help a lot. But it was it was you had a TV credit. Yeah. Fine. That's that's. What yeah, I that did. probably started kicking yeah. me up into. Yeah. Okay, let's. He has something to pitch. Yeah. To headline. Yeah. 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 And then uh, maybe about a year after that was the last Comic Standing. Okay. And then, yeah. After you did Stand Up Revolution, you, did you start touring? Because you've toured with uh, Gabe. Uh, Never toured with no, Gabe. No, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about um, but with Yo? I toured with Yo. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so... Michael Yo, for those who don't I uh, toured with Joe, Joe Coy. That's who I was First. Thinking. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. When did... When did uh, where where did Joe see you? Like, it just He saw me... Well, he, he was taking my roommate on the road. Mm-hmm. As an opener, and then my we, I met Joe. My roommate told me he's a comic, whatever. And we, he went to this open mic in East LA or something like that, or, or El Monte, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, at this little Mexican bar called Sunset, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where Joe saw me in front of like four people. Mm-hmm. Liked what I did. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, that's funny, man. Right. And he's like, you want to do the, some gigs with me? Mm-hmm. And took me on the road. Oh, that's dope. And it was Joe who, because of his gigs and teaching me how to market myself and this and mm-hmm. that, that I finally felt comfortable as a comic financially. Okay. Like, okay. I started going to the dentist. <laughs> I was like, okay. yo, let me take care of myself. I started, I bought uh, an a probably like another pair of shoes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i didn't mind actually buying clothes i got the idea of looking good okay you know which makes a big difference yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you know so it was that mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he really kicked me into oh, that's dope. from broke 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 comic to poor. you're fine to poor yeah yeah comfort. yeah <laughs> to poor comfort right 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 well big up joe coy i like i like hearing those stories and joe's always been a been a good yeah dude. man solid, yeah, yeah. Solid dude, so man. he really through his his just and I was with him just for six months. 
And he's uh, he's taking a lot of he's giving a lot of dudes opportunities to yeah yeah man to, he's, he's good yeah you know yeah. and then I met Yo through Joe right right because Michael Yo came to do a Vegas gig mm-hmm. it was around this time and Michael's so funny man because Michael he's an athlete when it comes to this game mm-hmm. tell you know what's the next step what's the next step what's the right. next step boom 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 right. And uh, Joe is talking to him like, you got to find somebody that you like to take on the road, mm-hmm. and that's your rider. You guys ride together, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you bounce ideas. And if you find somebody that gets your humor, then you can, then it'll benefit you, right? right? right. Um, and so while Joe was on stage, because he, Yo had me go, no, yeah, Joe had me go on after Yo. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, because he was like, yo, you go up, mm-hmm. have fun, 2,000 people tro- uh, in the uh, Tropicana, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, in Vegas. Um, and then after yo got done, you know, feeling good, right. he's like, yeah, it was great, man. Now watch my boy Nick. Mm-hmm. And saw me kill it in front mm-hmm. of 2,000. He's like, dude, right? right? And then Joe got on stage, and me and yo got to talk in the green room, and he's mm-hmm. like, dude... um, you know, uh, yeah, you're funny, man. I was like, yeah, you too. Blah blah blah. Uh, he's like, how much would how much would you charge me to just sit around and talk about jokes? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I don't, right. I'll do that, man. Right. You know, right. yeah, we'll right. hang out. He's like, no, 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 I'll, I'll pay you for your time if you if you help me uh, mm-hmm. come hang out. And is he on E at this point? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. And no, Chelsea, and Chelsea lately was still money, happening. Yeah, someone that has money is gonna say that. Most, yeah, most comics I know. No, no, no. Ain't gonna say that. And I was like, no, no, man. And Chelsea lately was right. still right. like, whatever, whatever. And uh, I was like, whatever you want, man. And so I would meet up with you and we would talk. Mm-hmm. And then if I helped him with jokes, he he'd cut me a check just oh, for helping him, just you know, getting little premises ideas right, out, right, right. and uh, just form that relationship. He oh, took me on the road. Relationships. That's that's yeah. That's, oh, that's uh, probably Orlando. Yeah, that's Orlando. All right. Yes, that was Orlando. That was Orlando. <laughs> He's about to eat. The yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So, so you. But that that also reinforces to to those that have heard me say it before. Relationships go a long way, man. Yeah, you know, man. And, and sort of cultivating those relationships. Um, you wanna know what Yo told me? Oh what? He was like he he won. I don't know if he remembers this. He's like, hey man, I'm about to introduce you to the white rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> but but that that's there is a big uh, difference yep. from doing the spot in in the you know a Mexican restaurant and yeah yeah the improv not on refried beans exactly right. yeah 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 so it was uh, it was good those yeah. two guys man really really changed uh yeah you career. had you had some some uh good uh mentors that that yeah man you to and i didn't even talk game. about pablo right pablo oh, was the francisco, first supporter yeah, yeah yeah not pablo we were talking about no no pablo francisco pablo francisco yeah he was the first cat uh, he was trying to tell our names to caa before we even had gotten out to cali wow wow he had seen me and dustin like in 2006 loved us oh wow and wow. was telling these are the guys these are the guys oh, that's dope, man. you know and always did and when they signed dustin uh-huh. they you know paul was like i told you i told you i've been saying it for years <laughs> you know that's so, yeah, yeah. Dope. that's dope 
Hey, Pablo, another good one, man. Oh, he's the one in the best. Francis, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love Pablo. I did a couple of dates with him back in the days, and it was funny because I've probably said it on here. Like we were co-headlining, but he was the headliner. Like, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Would, like we we go to a college, and I was like a kid, like just what, like yo, this dude is dope. You know, he's yeah, dope, just, man. Watching, watching Pablo yeah, Francisco yeah. rock out, man. So you do, so you do last comic. Um, you've You've obviously been introduced to the to the white rooms. Yeah. <laughs> you you did stand up revolution with with uh, Gabe. Yeah, yeah. And you do last comic. Uh, yeah. How far do you go along in the show? Just two episodes. Okay, okay, but did but they used me in all the advertisements. I remember, I remember that. And then they put me in the internet content. Here's the funny thing about last comic standing, man. So when we first got all picked, mm-hmm. you know, before you know, I did my. Audition, mm-hmm. and then the producers are like, "So, um, you, you, if we, we heard that you perform in a lot of colleges, and I hadn't. Mm-hmm. I performed like at two, so I was being honest. I was like, well, yeah, yeah, it's a little bit of a different audience, you know. I've had a few, you know, and uh, I wouldn't say I performed at colleges, but they're like, oh, but would you say that you, you kind of uh, resonate with the college? And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I do good with them, but you know, I really love clubs. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be a comic, give right. the comic answer, right. right? But then I figured out, I was like, oh, and you slowly piece this puzzle together. Right. Oh, they want to see if I connect to the youth. Right. Okay, all right. And right. the reason that the way I figured this out was I got accepted, mm-hmm. right? I thought it didn't go well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were laughing the first two minutes, right. and then I started doing jokes about girls. Right. And it was mostly, they're all female, right. the producers, <laughs> most this, of them. Is this with Paige and Paige Wanda? Paige and Wanda, okay. yeah, yeah. So you kind of heard the, the laugh drop a little bit. I was like, right. okay, well, I'm just going to get through this. Push but, production. Yeah. One but whoever let me outside of the door, who turns out was another producer I didn't know, was like, oh, man, you you were wrong for what you said up there, right? <laughs> and I was like, okay, maybe I'm in. They liked it. Right. Okay. And got the call I was in. Got in the show. Um, we submit our material to NBC. They check it to make sure, right. whatever, whatever. I'm fine. And practices. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they actually fil- fly me home and film a segment with me. So I'm like, okay. yo, I'm... I'm Right. They're filming my hometown right. and my right, interview. Right. Oh, I'm going to be in this. Right. They came to McAllen. Right. <laughs> you know, like, okay, right. So we filmed that and. Uh, NBC in Border Town. Yeah, yeah. So we did that. I was like, well, I might go deep. Finally shot the first episode. Uh, before we signed, before we shot the first episode, you get that contract meeting. Right. And in the contract meeting, they were talking about we might possibly have an internet competition. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Not sure. Uh, and I look around the room at who they kind of selected and I'm like, and I see this other dude who looks like a college age mm-hmm. comic right. and I'm like, oh, we're getting into the internet competition, right? right? right. Oh, that's us. Oh, I'm going to get, I'm probably going to get eliminated. I already had it in my head, <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, and so went to the first round, knocked it out. I was the hundredth comedian, uh-huh. you know? Uh, apparently I got a standing note, didn't even know, mm-hmm. right? Um, they said, Roseanne, her judgment on me was best of the night, and she put her paperwork down, mm-hmm. and the producers ran over and made her say, loved it, can't wait to see more, okay. because they didn't know how they were going to edit it. Right. So they, they took out my best set of the night, which I was so pissed. I was like, yeah, yo, that could have yeah. given me three more gigs, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know? So knocked it out, and I knew they didn't know how I was as a comic because they only saw me at the audition, no audience. Right. They ran up to me, 
And they were like, that's what you do on stage? That's why you were pacing back and forth the entire time? Because I kept getting up to go to the restroom, pacing yeah. back and forth. And I was like, yeah, yeah. didn't you? And in my head, I'm like, yeah, that's what I do. Right. I thought that's what you guys wanted. Right. And they were amazed. Yeah. So they started putting the clips into the advertisements mm -hmm. and things like that. And I was like, all right. Second round, uh, get eliminated. And sure enough, I was in the was internet competition in the against the other dude, right. right? And they wanted us to tweet and get people to tweet. And I was like, oh, okay. Then they sent me on a press tour to promote the uh, second episode. I was like, that's someone I'm eliminated on. What are you sending me? Right. You already got your 10. Right, right. You know, you right. eliminated in the 50. Right. <laughs> so right. I guess I was the 11th last comic stand. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Who were the judges? It was, it was Roseanne. Russell Peters, Roseanne. Russell and, and, uh, yeah. and Keenan. And Keenan. Okay. Oh, and this is how I knew. I Also, I felt like I was going to get eliminated. They put us up in a hotel, mm -hmm. right? And that was like right Not near my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, when I checked in, they're like, oh, we see you're here for the month. I was like, oh, shit, I'm in the show. <laughs> right, right. Right? And then on the when I came back the second week or whatever, I tried to, my key wouldn't the work. The key card didn't work. <laughs> and I was like, all right, right. And I went to the front. I was like, oh, no, it says you're checking out tomorrow. And I was like, oh, I'm eliminated. <laughs> Before we filmed the second Damn. episode. I was like, I'm eliminated. Oh, that's Funky, I was like, shit, they got me. But it served this purpose because yeah. that that helped you get a gang of college work. No, it helped me get a clip, yeah, a, a good a clip, clip, along with the Gabriel clip. Yeah, yeah. Gabriel clip helps with the colleges. Last comic reaffirms it. It was just right. like, these are good clips. Right, right, That's right. That's really what we're fighting for. That's all we're fighting for is getting that clip. You know, every, you know, I think people don't realize you're always vying for some, something as current as possible to show you in a current light. Yep. Uh, to remind people, yo, I'm funny. I'm funny. I'm a comic. I'm funny. I'm a comic. Yep. And and give me the same respect you give, like, whoever whoever your newest, hottest cat yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. This, this is, I believe, my, my stuff holds up to whatever that person is yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. And just show me that, that same respect, man. Yeah. Now, now, real quick, because I know we're going low. You're you're about to shoot uh, something for HBO. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Because uh, because I want to make sure people check check it out. Oh, what it's is? called Entre Nos. Entre so Nos. this guy set up uh, basically a series for a new series for Latino comics, but okay. newer Latino comics. Okay. So it's not just based in Spanish. Right, right, right. You know, it's right, like because Eric Blake. Uh, yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, so it's like me and and uh, Ida and I think you know Orlando was right. one and things like that. Right. Um, and he wants to push. I just funny. I, I saw her recently in New York, and uh, I li I like that she's uh, there's a consciousness to her uh, her comedy. Oh yeah, design, man. Which I was like, yeah, she's very yeah. social. She's aware. raw digger. Yeah, yeah. See how we brought it back to the hip hop? Huh? It's all hip hop, yeah, man. Yeah. Punchlines. That's what we do. It it's is. all punchlines. It's really boom, is. hit, hit, metaphors. Yeah. It's like this. It's like that. It's like this. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, but yeah, so I guess the whole idea is that he wants to push. Which is the true new image of yo this these are mm -hmm. the new Latino comics right. and they are not they're for everybody right right it's you know it has universal appeal it's yeah just, yeah just because it just because it's it's brown or tan doesn't mean that y'all can't rock out with exactly it. So, and that's that's what I'm happy about I'm like right. that's what we need right. You know, we need our new, like, yo, this is how they sound now. Right. And guess what? They sound just like you. Right, right. You know? Because then that 
mess around. That can not only inspire uh, someone the same way Howie Mandel and and Leguizamo did. Yeah, it might be a, a little white kid in 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 Seattle. You know. Yeah. That sees you, and you know, years down the line is on whatever the podcast of that day will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, yeah, man, I I, I saw uh, Nick Guerra. Bill Hill rolling. Yeah, 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 man, I saw Nick Guerra. <laughs> well, no, if if, he, if if I impacted him, he'll know. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> he'll be like, right, right. no, I know yeah, Nick Guerra. Yeah, yeah I saw everyone's like Nick Guerra. Oh, Guerra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it will be the host that'll right. be like, oh, yeah, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. so. Um, yeah, man. Yo, man. It's just it's been pleasure rocking out with you all yeah, week. Yeah, man. Um, Nick's had some fun uh, with some of these audiences. Yo, he's had to, that he's last had to show. Check some of these kids. Yeah, dude. This little smart, uh, 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 precocious, eleven year old. Well, there was the eleven year old that I yeah. had to, and the twenty three year old. Year old. Who's that? Who's it? The eleven year old. Yeah. God. Uh, and a little eleven-year-old, and and people getting bent out of shape. You know, I mean, he shouldn't talk to kids. That dude was one 23. person. Yeah, he was twenty-three. He's twenty-three. Yeah, you man. know. Um, but that was fun. Oh yeah, no. The, the, the funnest thing is when people come up to me on the ship, like, oh man, they were. Yeah, we were there. Oh, yeah. you handled that well. Yeah, oh, because you did. You yeah, did. The, or the about one... the married couple. Oh, Sarah Beth, man. Yeah, yeah. we oh, saw her around oh, this island. Yeah, <laughs> Nick, Nick had. Nick had some challenging because this was his first week doing this particular uh, ship, and uh, yeah. I was like, he'll they'll they'll invite him back because I think everybody was was rocking out with you, and and more than that, Nick, if y'all didn't notice, Nick to me laughs like Jay Z. <laughs> 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 yo, man. So yo, if y'all enjoyed the podcast, man, we about to wrap it up. Yeah. Um, and because uh, I have to show it a little bit. Uh, as, as said, you can follow uh, at Nick Comic. Yeah, uh, at Nick Comic. And, and you are at I am Dean Edwards. Boom, there you go. Uh, and, and if you dug the, the podcast, leave comments and, and, and tell your friends. And if you're into comedy and you're into hearing the nuances and ins and outs comedy or you just like getting some inspiration with whatever you do man keep keep uh keep rocking out as for the mucking fan members and uh and we'll keep rocking out for you man uh small love two fingers neck nick, nick thanks thank you i should i should have asked if it was okay to curse this whole time i want people to feel comfortable just because i don't cuss doesn't mean okay, okay. i don't ever want anybody to feel okay it was like oh no nah nah shoot we we had problems so, um, no, I just, that's, that's my choice. That'll be, I don't, I don't if care. I was, uh, if I was to switch over to gangster rap, Pablo Reyes would be my, my alias. <laughs> hey, yo, here comes Pablo Reyes. Yo, what's up? <laughs> that, that would be your first Pablo single. Reyes, man. <laughs> S-H-5-A. 5-A. Then a T with a hard line on it. Hard lit. Shut up. Seven exclamation points. <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's your man, D, that was bad.